This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. I'm Terry Struck, host of Beauty Now, a weekly podcast that brings you the latest on everything lashes, lipo, lifts, lasers, inner beauty, outer beauty. And today we have a special subject, it's TMJ, the things that cause you headaches, teeth grinding and all that. We've got the expert, Dr. Alexander Rivkin from Beverly Hills, a cosmetic plastic surgeon. what Botox is, is it weakens muscles. You know, the main problem with TMJ is that you've got this overactive chewing muscle. And there's just this cycle where you get stressed out and you grind and then you get more stressed out and the muscle grows, keeps going forward. If you break the cycle by by weakening the muscle a little bit, it just stops. Usually what happens when people wake up after a perfectly fine night's worth of sleep, they have just an ache in their jaw. Like they feel like they've worked out the muscles in their jaw. They have this pain maybe in the joint of of their jaw by the ear. Sometimes even they have um, headaches when they wake up because muscle tension is a big component of headaches in general. So all that kind of stuff, just fatigue, like muscle fatigue, and it's just, it's a strange thing to have after a good night's worth of sleep. You got to be real careful about the neck, but when you have those neck bands, if you put small quantities of Botox into those bands, they do tend to soften. Got to be real careful about how much you do it, but it does work pretty well. So it's in certain people, and in those people that don't have a lot of loose skin and just have those bands, works really nicely. People that have a lot of loose skin, you know, you don't see as as dramatic a change because you have to address the loose skin as well. Welcome, Dr. Ripkin. Thanks. I appreciate being here. We all like to know about Botox. We all know that it, you know, crow's feet and forehead wrinkles and all those kinds of things can be helped. But you're saying that you can help to alleviate the pain associated with TMJ? Yeah, it works. Um, it works really nicely for, uh, for TMJ because basically what Botox is is it, it weakens muscles. And, you know, the main problem with TMJ is that you've got this overactive chewing muscle Um, and there's just this cycle where you get stressed out and you grind and then you you know you get more stressed out and the muscle grows and uh, it's just this keep you know keeps going forward if you break the cycle by putting by weakening the muscle a little bit just stops so where do you inject it Um, it's in the right right where the the muscle that that actually has uh, the chewing muscle in the face is right next to the angle of the jaw in the back, next to the ear. And it's a big muscle. And when you, when you clench down, you feel it pop out at the back, at the, uh, you know, in, in, right in the back right there. Um, that's exactly where I injected in a bunch of little in, inject, uh, locations. And 
it's uh doesn't hurt tiny little needle and it takes about all of about a minute and a half to do it and how much botox do you use i know from experience with my husband's a plastic surgeon and he mm-hmm. says you get about two to three people a bottle how much of the bottle would it take to do and that's a, actually that's a really good question because botox is people kind of go in and get botox when when they're doing it cosmetically or for any other reason they kind of they go in and they don't really know their units or how much of the bottle is being used at a, at a specific time and it's real you know that's real important to know because when you go and you know you say you have you know i had 16 units so i had you know in a bottle there's 100 units and so you had you know 16 parts of 100 um that's important information so that's how botox is measured that's how we know what how much you have so i use about 20 units per side so about half a bottle in one treatment and the interesting thing about it is that it's enough to stop the grinding usually by within a couple of days and then relieve the pain and all that kind of stuff um but not enough to affect the way you chew it's not enough to affect the way you smile or any 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 of that kind of stuff and so it's certainly not enough you know if people come in and they're they always worry about well is this going to give me slack jaw or is this going to really kind of affect the way I look or the the way I feel and it really doesn't it's great that way so you were saying that you know people that grind their teeth and I'm one of them and so I am very excited to try this because I actually chew the inside of my cheek which is really attractive I'll <laughs> <laughs> be down to get injected there because I, I think you do really have to go to a specialist that knows where to inject the average plastic surgeon or even if they're board certified if they haven't studied where to inject you know, your jawline, then I wouldn't go to them. If they've never done it, please find somebody that does know what they're doing. I mean, it's so important with any of these kinds of, I think, with any of these cosmetic procedures, whether they're surgical or non-surgical, whether it's lasers or whatever you do, it's so critical to go to somebody who is experienced in exactly the kind of procedure that you want done or the the kinds of procedures that you're thinking about. Because... If you go to, you know, a breast specialist to get your Botox, you know, that's not a good idea. And people people do it all the time. So it's important to go to somebody who's experienced specifically in this kind of thing, which is, you know, which is injections. Well, you know? that's true. I went to my OBGYN a couple of weeks ago, and I love my OBGYN <laughs> case. She's listening, but then there it was, right up there now, Botox injections. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that you want to go to somebody that actually studied the facial veins, because there can be complications. There can be complications, and it's it's not that the complications are so serious. It's not that, I mean, Botox is such a safe medication. It's It's so, the needles, they're so small, the... Uh, procedures are so well worked out, and the, the medication itself is so incredibly safe. Um, but in order to get maximal effects, in order because it's expensive, let's face it, it's something that you know that insurance doesn't usually pay for, and uh, it's and you want the best results, and you want to do it the first time, you want to get it get it right the first time. Yeah, so you know. Well, so, let's talk about the cost a little bit. You're going to go in there and inject it, and it's it's pretty expensive. But then, how long will that last? Then. Um, well, that's see. Okay, that's another interesting question. First of all, so first of all, what the way I usually do it is I have people just you know pay as if it was a cash procedure. But afterwards, I generate a letter that they then send to their insurance company, and 
Unfortunately, it's the minority of cases where the insurance company actually helps the patient out. But, you know, more and more, hopefully, that's going to change because really this is not, this is not a cosmetic issue. As, as, a, as you know, this is, an, this is a real health problem. It is. I, I actually went to the hospital once with it. it. I had such a bad headache for about three weeks. It was so painful. So right. I think this will be really good if this can work. I'm really interested to know about this. And this is, you know, I mean, this is a health problem. It's a thing that people really suffer about and something that really affects people's lives every single day. You know, uh, and it, it has a big impact on how they live. And for insurance companies to just deny it and just decide that, oh, well, we're not going to pay for this is, is silly because this is the only way to stop this kind of, uh, to, to stop uh, the, the pain, the headaches, and the, the grinding of TMJ. There's no, you know, mouth guards don't really work. It's just all the mouth guards do is protect your teeth from getting ground down. Um, you know, the, I mean, you, some people use drugs, like real, like, you know, sedating drugs to keep themselves from doing it. Muscle relaxants, terrible. This is the only thing that actually does the job and does the job within a couple of days. And the cost of it usually for people is, in, in my clinics, you know, for treatment, it's usually about $500. Which, that's not bad, $500. That's pretty reasonable. I, I like, I hope, you know, especially with the economic times, I try to keep things as reasonable as possible. And it lasts for about, I mean, it's not forever. It's, it lasts for about three months. But the good thing about Botox is that even though it lasts only three months, when you do it a couple of times with uh, grinding and TMJ, your brain forgets that that's your response to stress. So because you can't, you can't grind, there's, the muscle isn't sending a signal back to the brain saying, I'm grinding, because it's weak. And so if you, for six months, if that continues, the brain gives up, and it doesn't send the signal down to the muscle anymore to grind, and so you stop. And most of my patients, after two or three treatments with Botox, stop grinding. And they don't. They they and maybe occasionally it, it'll happen again. We we do it in like a few years. It's very effective that way. Well, when you're when patients are grinding, I mean, how do they really know it when they wake up? I mean, it took me a long time to figure out that that's what I was doing. That's, yeah, and that's something um, that's true. Uh, usually, what happens when you when people wake when people wake up. Um, after perfectly fine nights worth, you know, worth of sleep, eight hours or, you know, reasonable, uh, you know, a reasonable sleep, they have just an ache in their jaw. Like they feel like they've just, you know, they've they've worked out this, the, the the muscles in their jaw. They have the pain maybe in the in the joint um, of their uh, of their jaw up by the ear. Um, sometimes even they have. Um, you know, sometimes they have headaches um, at, when they wake up because tension is a big tension. Muscle tension is a big component of headaches in general, and so if you can reduce, so so when you have muscle tension, it generates a headache. Um, so all that kind of stuff, just fatigue, like muscle fatigue, and it's just it's a strange thing to have after a good night's worth of sleep. And in, in my experience, I went to the doctors, and there was very little he could do for me. He just said to take some Celebrex, which I'm glad I didn't do, just no. because that yeah, got no recalled. Yeah, I'm really glad I didn't do that. So, you know, when I saw, you know, what you would do, what you were doing with Botox, I was like, I really want to interview you because I think this is something that's really important. I have a lot of girlfriends that have this. It's surprising. It's very, very prevalent. So many people grind, and it's... um 
whether a lot or a little. And some people just, uh, you know, grind their teeth during the just at night. Usually, most people just grind their teeth at night, um, and we we really don't know why. It's just, you know, during our sleep, that's you know, we go whatever we dream about. Whether the stress response is still there, and this is the response. The, what happens when you um, when uh, some people get stressed, uh, and then some people actually grind both during the day and at night. Um, I'm one of those people. I mean, I, I start so to like chew inside my teeth. <laughs> I mean, now I'm letting all my secrets out here, but I mean, I actually have like a little ridge inside my cheek because I'm yeah. t- chewing on it or something. So and common. I'm like, what is my problem? I really have to try to meditate not to do it and really think about it, but this would really help. Yeah, I mean, everybody, from my office manager to, you know, to all these, to my, <laughs> I mean, I treat my office manager, I treat the lady that gets, that, um, you know, gives us flowers in the office, and, you know, it's just, they they all, you know, say that it's, it's a life-changing experience where they just, they, they don't have, because, you, you know, you, it's, it's a funny thing. During the day, and you've probably experienced this, you know that you're grinding. You don't, it, you don't like that you're grinding. And it's kind of like, you know, when you, you get stressed out, you grind. You think, oh, my God, I'm grinding. You get more stressed out because you're saying, oh, I shouldn't grind. You know, I shouldn't grind my teeth. I shouldn't grind, you know, chew my, my cheek. And then it just keeps spiraling forward. So that's, that's you know, it, it really, um, it's, it's the only way. And then I take my tongue, and then I feel where I have ground, and I'm like, why can't I just stop this? This is terrible. And I just went to the dentist, and I have a little chip on my, you know, one tooth and and one on my other one from just, you know, doing my teeth and my cheek. So I am going to be down there to get injected. We're going to need to take a commercial break, and we're going to be right back with Dr. Alexander Rivkin. And to talk about our teeth grinding, how are we going to get rid of that? Listen to Living Dialogues, thought leaders in transforming ourselves and our global community with Duncan Campbell, visionary conversationalist, bringing you the best in new paradigm thinking on personallifemedia.com. Hi, I'm Terry Struck, host of Beauty Now, personallifemedia.com. We're talking today with Dr. Alexander Rivkin, and we're talking about Botox. There's so many amazing things that it can do. Welcome back, Dr. Rivkin. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So we, were ta- we ended up talking about teeth grinding and that you could actually inject it by your ear. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Is yeah, that where? Well, that's where the muscle is. It's kind of, you know, kind of below a little bit by the ear, and that's, that's where the muscle sits. So. And he's saying it doesn't hurt, listeners, so we'll see. But um, <laughs> if you're grinding your teeth, I think this sounds like a really good solution. Tell us more about what other things Botox can do. Well, I mean, obviously Botox has been used for so such a long time. And that's, you know, one of the things actually I'd, that I'd like to mention is um, I still have people coming in 
uh, to the clinic and being concerned about Botox and a little bit of uh, concerned about the safety of Botox because there's been reports in the media about um, health problems with, with you know with, with associated with Botox and you know they ask about being a poison and all that kind of stuff and I think it's important to to address those kinds of things. Um, Botox is a it's a protein and it mm-hmm. it comes from you know it comes from bacteria and the it's modified in the lab and it's diluted down very very much so that when you're receiving an injection of it it's a very minuscule quantity um the way they that the way that they change it and the way that they modify it in the lab um it is supremely safe it's something that um, you will, the way I measure, okay, so people say, oh, isn't it a poison? Well, you know, you think about aspirin. If taken in significant quantities, aspirin is a poison. Aspirin can really kill you. And so you kind of think about, to, uh, the way I measure what's, you know, what's dangerous and what's not is how much of a certain substance, how much above the dose, the regular dose of a certain substance do you need to take in order to really get, uh, have a health problem. And you need to take more, Botox, more of a quantity of Botox to get a problem than aspirin. So if How much t- would that be, though? I mean, let's just say, talk about the units, and then would that be the whole bottle? I mean, yeah, more than a whole bottle. Even if you injected two whole bottles, you wouldn't have a health problem. And that's, that's the thing. You need, to inject a pro- you need to inject at least 10 times the amount that you would normally receive in a cosmetic injection, usually about 20 times, in order to... To really even, you know, even come close to having any kind of absorption absorption in, into the body, um, and even then, the rea- the the actual effect would be would be minuscule because of the small doses that that are needed. And Botox was used safely for about twenty years for lazy eye and other different things and right. ticks and things like that. So, so then I think they discovered that safely could use it for wrinkles. Yes, that's correct. It's um yeah, it's been so and we've been using it for it's been about uh 20 years that it's been in use. For the first 5 years it was just used for lazy eye and and ticks and stuff like that. And then um for the last 15 or so it's been used for uh cosmetic purposes. We've had it's there's been 15 million people um around the world that have used Botox. Out of those 15 million, there has been not one uh, Botox-related uh, fatality, which, you know, again, compared to aspirin, not, you, can't, you can't say that. And um, I did just learn about that latest scare that came out that said it would affect your memory. What do you think about that? Oh, I, didn't even, I haven't even heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, then I did hear uh, <laughs> that, that, you know, mice or whatever, then they have such small brains and the amount that they used on them was like you're saying, was like 10 times the normal amount. Of course. It's enormous. I mean, you take 10 times the amount that you should usually take of aspirin, you, you, you eat that. It will affect your memory as well. <laughs> and, of course, there's those of us, well, who cares? Who are you again? I don't care. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I, and one of the things that my girlfriends are asking about is they're asking about Botoxing the neck. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about that? Um, yeah, it's uh, when sometimes it's in, in you've got to be real careful about the neck because you don't want to put too much Botox in there. But when you have those bands, those um, those muscle bands that sometimes people get with, 
you know, as they gain as they gain wisdom, um, and uh, as <laughs> time goes on, you get uh, the side effect of wisdom is, uh, is is neck bands. And if you put small quantities of Botox into those bands, they do tend to soften. Um, and again, you got to be real careful about how much you do it, but it, it does work pretty well. So, uh, assuming that you know, it's there's. You know, it's it's in certain people, and in those people that don't have a lot of loose skin and just have those bands, works really nicely. People that have a lot of loose skin, nah, you know, you don't see as as dramatic a change because it's really, you know, the, it's a you have to um, address the loose skin as well. And then you should listen to my episode with Dr. Brett Mullikin on neck lifts, and then you can come get injected by Dr. Rifkin. <laughs> Right after that, because even if you do get lift and tucked, you you still need injections in your face to to soften your lines. Absolutely, uh, it's ab- absolutely. I mean, you still continue to make facial expressions, which is which is a good thing to do. And I'm right. hardly am I going to come out and say you should be frozen like like some of the uh, Hollywood people that I see. Like somebody gets killed right in front of you, and you're like, oh, no big deal, because <laughs> right. you can't make an expression. That's a really good point, and I really would like to tell our listeners, you know, lighten up on it. I hope you pick a doctor that tells you, you know, you've had enough because it, it looks so bad when you do too much. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I hate to say this, and I, <laughs> I I will reveal my... Please do. Um, yes, I, this, is, this is a revelation. Um, I'm going to reveal a little bit of my political leanings. I'm I'm a Democrat, and I oh do no, support, no I, kidding. <laughs> I do support. I have to say that I do support the Democratic Party. I support Biden and Obama. But however, I was watching the debates, the last the Biden debate, and when I and and it's, it's yeah. something that I, I know what you're going to say. You know, right? I mean, yeah. it's something that my um, husband said it too. And he goes, "Oh my God, how much Botox has he had?" Oh my God, it was just. It was really unfortunate. You know, I want to give him a, a little break, though. What do you think? Maybe it was from his car accident that he, you know, was it he in the car accident with his wife or no? I don't, I don't know. I don't oh, know. See, I'm but trying he, to give him a break, but that maybe, you know, that even though I, I have to say, it looked, you know, it was pretty classic for Botox because flat forehead and then on the sides you get that little peak of in the in the eyebrows, and it's just. You don't have to do that, you know. It doesn't have to be if it's if it's if it's Botox. And I'm, I'm, you know. I'm pretty sure it looked like Botox. It looked like it to me as well. And that's what a little bit really... much, and and he probably just wanted to look really great for the debate. So if you want to look really good for a party, go to your doctor and say, I want to look great. I don't want to look wrinkled, but please give me the appropriate amount, not just frozen. Absolutely. I and mean... I was guilty of that before because I, I mean, I'm like, I love not. You know, being wrinkle-free, that's the point of this <laughs> whole show. Well, but, you know, now I, I use so much less, and I, I do have expression in my forehead and my eyebrows and all that now, and, and I'm glad because they look so much better. Absolutely. I mean, it's certainly, it's just, it's important. And that's the classic thing about any of these kinds of aesthetic or cosmetic procedures is that if you look like you've had something done, it's not worth it. It's not worth having. It's not worth doing it. So you've got to look natural, and you got, it's just, uh, it's, it's a graceful way. Of of, of you know, looking the best you can, not necessarily looking, you know, trying to look like you're 18. And the lips too. I mean, when you over inject the lips, it, uh, it looks so bad. Especially when I go to Southern California, LA. I didn't grow up there, so I can talk about it. I grew up in Newport <laughs> Beach, and 
um, it looks really bad. And I'm somebody who loves to have lips. So, yeah. you know, I can tell when other people are like, oh, my God, I don't want to look like that. You want to underdo and just make them look prettier. Abs- you know, absolutely. And that's something that I see a lot. It's lips are, lips is an art. You know, you got to go to somebody who really knows how, you know, what they're doing in terms of uh, creating something, lips that are that are very natural. And you can't, the one thing that I... Um, always say about lips. People come in and they say, oh, isn't there something that lasts longer? I'm sick of doing this every seven months or so with Restylane or Juvederm. And, you know, there's got to be something. I want to try something different, like something longer-lasting injectable. No way. No way should you be doing anything else besides Good Restylane. point. I, I did a show on lips, and there's that radius, and some doctors don't know that you should not put radius in your lips. I mean, it's a disaster for disaster. women. Disaster. 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 Absolutely. I mean, you got to, I mean, there's some people that do radius and all this kind of the kind of stuff. Lumps, um, you can't do, you can't reverse it. Well, that's the thing about, about Juvederm and, and Restylane. Put an enzyme in, it's gone. Anything that happens, you can dissolve it. It's so, it's, you can always go back. I mean, you don't have to go for, you know, a year or six months or seven months looking like you have lumpy lips. I, that's a disaster. And even really qualified board certified surgeons had to learn the hard way that you don't do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think you really need to go to somebody that does injectables and, and really knows their stuff. And their, so you really do know your stuff. I, <laughs> I do, too. That's there right. you go. <laughs> I like that. Well, very good. Yeah, it's true. It's, you gotta, you, you got to go to the specialist. Go to somebody who knows what they're doing. And, and, well, and while we've already talked about teeth grinding, I want to just end with one last thing around the eyes. What do you like around the eyes? Because people, that's another problem with too heavy of a filler around your eyes. You can weight them down and look terrible. What do you do? Yeah, I mean, I think that's true. The first, so around the eyes, the eyes are the most important part of the face, really. It's the part that people look at. It's the part that really tolerates the least amount of unnatural appearance uh, throughout the face because it's the most, it's the focus of the face. So it's really important to get that right. First step with the eyes, not too much Botox in the forehead because if you put too much Botox in the forehead, the eyebrows come down, you get this hooded look, and, you know, you start looking like Frankenstein and it's not, you know, it's not cute. So you, so you lighten up on the Botox, you know, on the forehead so that you don't, your eyebrows don't come down. The other thing about the eyes is you can open up um, <clears throat> you can open up the eyes a little bit by lifting the tail of the eyebrow, putting a little bit of Botox around where the where you really regularly put Botox for crow's feet. Um, it lifts up if you put a little bit more up near the eyebrow, it lifts up the eyebrow and opens up the eyes. Would it, that be on top or below? It's below. Below. And so what that does, and that because the reason is that that's the muscle that brings the eyebrow down. You weaken the muscle that tugs the eyebrow down, the eyebrow comes up. And so when you do that kind of thing, you open up the eyes. And then the last, and then the last thing is, well, okay, the second to last thing is when people have a, when people have dark circles under the eyes, commonly it's because there's an indentation underneath the lower lid called the tear trough. Um, it's a tear trough indentation, basically. It's a loss of volume right within that area of the tear trough. It is the simplest procedure to just fill that with Juvederm, again, Juvederm or Restylane, and the dark circles simply disappear. Uh, it takes five minutes. It lasts, and an interesting thing about it is that the, for some reason, the hyaluronic acid that usually lasts for six months everywhere else in the face lasts for two years underneath the eyes. 
And so it's a it's a fantastic procedure, and it's a it's very easy to do, and something that uh, a lot of people don't really know too much about because they think, you know, I under the you know eyelid they think okay I got to do surgery, but you really you don't. With these days, a lot of the time that you know you think you have to do surgeries, you know, a lot of times you don't. You can do it with fillers. You well, know. what about if, though, if you have an eye bag? Do I think you do a surgery for a bag? Sometimes, yes. A... Well, sometimes, yeah, and sometimes, no. Sometimes you can put a little bit of filler underneath a mild eye bag, and it just it disappears. Because the real, I mean, and you, have, you deal with perception. And so you think about what, it, what, is it that, what is it that makes an eye bag looks like an eye, look like an eye bag. It's the fact that underneath the eye bag, there is a indentation. You fill in that indentation, you make the skin go smooth from the cheek up to the eye, there's no eye bag. It's a camouflage kind of thing. There's so much good information. I want to get, let you say one last thing because we have to go, but I wanted to, you to talk about Botox above the lip. Why do you do that? Above the lips, it's a good idea. Minimal, minimal amount of Botox. I put four units, uh, at, at a, you know, four units at the first time maximum. And what happens is these smokers' lines that people get, even when they're not smokers sometimes, and they're expressive lines, it's the most natural, easiest way to smooth out the upper lip. And, you know, later on, if, that does, if that's not enough, we can always put a little bit of filler in there and, uh, you know, to, to increase the volume and to also help with the lines. But Botox, four units, first thing I do, it works nicely usually. So, and, and what you're saying, too, is, and I tell my friends and listeners, is that Botox is not a filler. Botox relaxes your muscles, and then sometimes you need a filler on the same day around the Botox. Correct, and that's, that's, it's important to know the difference between the two. Yeah, Botox only relaxes the muscles. The filler raises up the skin. And they're both, they're do, you do use them in different areas and for different reasons, but they can really work fantastically well together. And the one area, for example, is between the eyebrows. They work fantastically well. We and everybody muscle. gets that. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, most people do. We yeah. don't like you if you don't get that. <laughs> I mean, even my daughter who goes to USC has that a little frown line right there, a little line. Yeah. So I told her she has to wait. <laughs> she has to wait. We're going to behave here. That's right. I've really enjoyed finding all this information about you today. And you can go to personallifemedia.com, and we're going to link Dr. Rifkin's website up to ours so that you can find him in Beverly Hills or you can find another doctor in your area and hopefully you've listened to today's show and do your research and interview them. And if you'd like transcripts of today's show, you can go to personallifemedia.com and we'll send them to you. If you have any personal questions for me, it's T-E-R-I at personallifemedia.com. Thank you so much, Dr. Alexander Rivkin, for being with us today. We've learned a lot, and I've only chewed my cheek once during the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be down to get that injection soon. Wonderful. It's good to hear. Well, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much. You too. Thank you so much. And we'll have you back. There's so much more about fillers. I think we can't learn enough about it. Thank you a lot. That's great. Anytime. Saw you shopping at the North Star Mall. Hardly recognize you at all. It wasn't until I heard you say hello. I realized you were a girl I know. You look completely different. Than you did in 91 A total transformation Come on, admit it You had a little work done at 
Since you had a little work done Remember back in school we were drunken with kids And I pretended that you didn't exist You were a cute thing but you couldn't be The trophy girl I wanna hang it with me You've gone from plain white bread to a honey bun I think I'd like to have a taste now Cause you're delicious since you had a little work done Had a little work done, holy smoke I noticed you, a damn near joke I think that we should get together for some fun I think I want you now, you had a little work done Had a little work done All around the town In your red convertible With the top down I heard the beauty is only skin deep They call me shallow Cause you're looking mighty sweet I never fantasized before That you would be the one But now you're in my night and day dream You're sure amazing since you had a little work done Had a little work done Holy cow It don't matter Wow, look at you now How'd you like to get Together for some fun I kinda like you since you had a little work done Had a little, had a little work done Had a little work done, had a little work done Had a little, had a little work done Had a little work done, had a little work done Had a little, had a little work done Had a little work done, had a little work done Had a little, had a little work done Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.